Hey guys, this is Books and Crimes. I'm Mimi with my co-host JB. And this is episode 24, 23. We really don't know. Uh, <laughs> this story is the I-5 Strangler murder, murdered. So in 2021, 40-year-old Jason Budrow confessed to killing the I-5 Strangler, 81-year-old Roger Kibby. Nineteen eighty-seven. Roger strangled and raped a seventeen-year-old. Ursine, uh, Frackenpool, Frackenpool. Yeah, Frackenpool. I thought it was Frackenpool. Oh, I thought that was an exclamation. <laughs> um, her body was found near Lake Tahoe. In Florida. No. Okay. Roger was convicted in 1991 of Arsene's murder. Investigators suspected him and other murders. In 2009, investigators used new developments in DNA and connected him to six other murders. Roger was convicted in 1997 for the murder of 21-year-old Lou Ellen Burley. And in 1986, the murders of 25-year-old Catherine Kelly Buenos, 26-year-old Charmaine Sabra, Sabera, uh, 29-year-old Barbara Ann Scott, and 19-year-old Stephanie Brown. He pled guilty to their murders in exchange for prosecutors to not seek the death penalty. He was serving multiple life sentence terms without possibility of parole. And Jason was already in there serving the life, serving life without parole, sentencing for strangling his then girlfriend, Margaret, in 2011. He drove her, he drove with her body to a police station. Oh, shit. At least he turned himself in with her. Yeah. Jason said that he is plotting Roger's murder. He said that he killed Roger on the same date that he became cellmates because he didn't want a cellmate, but also wanted to avenge, avenge the victims. What's really the difference, dude? You killed your girlfriend. He said he really wanted to avenge Roger's 17-year-old victim, Darcy. He said he watched a TV documentary in horrifying disgust and heart-wrenching empathy. Before dying, Roger confessed that he murdered the women for a sport. Jason was found standing sick. Jason was found standing in the cell next to his body. Jason said his beliefs all he believes all the souls of Roger's victims have been released from the possession of their killer, and I pray that they now rest in peace. I mean, dude, I, I can't even see where you're coming from, even if it was for a sport from this guy, because you literally strangled your girlfriend. So. Uh, Jason also said, I am down to test my theory that no jury during a pen penalty phase of my potential death penalty trial will ever vote to see me executed for murdering Roger Kibbs, the I-5. Kibby, I'm sorry. Kib or Kibby? Kibby, how much? The I-5 straight one. 
In April 2021, they said that Jason won't face the death penalty. Death penalty cases are expensive and long. They also include automatic pills. Um, I feel no, like he just, I feel like they he just, just wanted, allowed him to get away with it yeah. because they knew he was a sick dog. I feel like they just, like, he just wanted to kill someone. He was, like, <laughs> like, he was trying to figure out, all right, who's a really bad person who killed a lot more people? I mean, that's like almost everybody who's in prison. Like, you got people who's in there for like literally blowing someone's face in the back of their head for murder because they have no sympathy. But as soon as you hurt a child or a woman, they're so quick to kill you. Even if they was just like doing five years to like, well, you hurt a woman or a child, I'll do life. <laughs> you say like there was a killer that got mad because like someone tried to hurt a dog and they were like killing all these people. Um, there's a couple of stories that I heard that, like, that I've listened to and I've read on, um, where the killers were, yeah, they were basically like, listen, I might be, like, a piece of shit and murder people, but at the same time, like, you don't hurt animals, you don't, like, you don't hurt dogs, and you do not hurt children. Like, that's the main thing, because even though I killed, like, 20 fucking women, you hurt a dog, now I'm gonna kill you. Right? Or I killed... 30 women, but because you hurt a child, now I'm going to kill you. Like, <laughs> that's, it always, like, amazes me. I think this is why I'm so fascinated with, like, murder, murderers and stuff like that, because, like, they're all, they're all the same, but they're all different. Yeah. And it's crazy, because most people, like, they're so quick to hurt somebody and kill somebody, but at the same time, let somebody hurt a child, a woman, or an animal, and you're like, No. This is not going down like that. Now you have to die. <laughs> this one is like, it's a crime story with a little bit of paranormal. Because I took the paranormal story and I got like the backstory. Okay. This one is Airtight Bridge. The Airtight Bridge was built in 1914 in Illinois. Well, Illinois? Yep, in Illinois. Okay. <laughs> say it in my head, and I had to say it a couple times before I actually said it out loud. Um, on October 19th, 1980, a body of a woman was found near the bridge in the river. The woman's new body was missing her head, feet, and hands. Without her head, hands, and feet, the Coles County Sheriff's Department couldn't identify her. <clears throat> In 1992, there was an update DNA tracking system, and they were able to identify the woman as 26-year-old Diane. I thought it was Diane. Uh, Diane Smalls. People say ever since her body was found, there have been unnatural stillness while crossing the bridge. Some even say that they could feel her presence. Some vehicles would stall on the road leading up to the bridge. They would say, like... The water would be like strangely calm. It's like no matter like what when you went by and stuff like that. So that was what the paranormal part of the story. And like a lot of people said, if you walk the bridge, it's feel like, like I'm not even gonna lie. If I was murdered, I would be like, because that's what how it started. Like it said, like you know, they, there was a murdered woman there, and then it went to this. I was like, the look of that story. And then I found out, I was like, oh, that's. <laughs> I, I would. I would haunt wherever. If I was murdered, I would haunt there. Especially that way. Cause, like, 
anything typically all like her head all anything that's an identified yeah um people say since her body was found there have been unnatural uh-huh. i already read that um sorry some vehicles with oh i already read that too. <laughs> In 2016, her case was reopened. In 2017, they arrested her husband, Thomas Smalls, who was in his early 70s for Diane's murder. Thomas told the detectives that he killed his wife after getting into a horrible argument that turned physical. He said he randomly he randomly drove he randomly drove to the bridge area to dispose of her body. Thomas pled guilty to first-degree murder and was sentenced to 30 years in prison. My thing is, though, like, so she was 26 when she got murdered, so he can't be in his 70s at that time, right? Because that was, like, no, early. He's, he's in so his he was probably, now. like, in his probably, like, late 20s, early 30s at that time that he killed her. So just imagine, he probably thought he literally got away with murder. I guess what I just read, um, he, it like he got into alcohol real bad because they said it was really weighing on him. Mm. But my thing is, but you never turned yourself in. Yeah, you went years, dude. You, you knew. And you then, went most of your fucking and life. He, he never even filed a missing person report. He filed like an inf- informative report. report was her family. She and, had no but family. He, he told cops that it wouldn't be strange for her to just disappear. But she had a daughter or I believe it was daughter, but she had a kid that she just left behind and you think you don't want to come back for at least her kid? Okay. Um, Thomas pled guilty to first degree murder. He was sentenced to 30 years in prison. Wow, really? After like literally chopping up her fucking body? Telling somebody is one thing, but you literally the chopped up is, her fucking he body. He said he went, started out a verbal argument and it went into a physical, but you got so mad that you felt the need to chop her head and you could Exactly. You get 30 years for that. But a bit that's practically Yeah, but still, life would sound better, even though you could be 99 years old as long as in your life. That, to me, that feels better. Um, his prison term was based on sentencing requirements for the first degree murder under Illinois' law and at, at the time of Diane's death. This meant that Thomas was eligible for day-for-day reductions of his prison time and was possible sentence range to 20 to 40 years. Diane's heads, hand, and feet were never found. They also never located the murder weapon. So, yeah, see, I wouldn't even charge him. I would have been like, listen, like, I would have carried that case on until you at least gave me the location of her, at least her head. So that way she can... Yeah, well, no wonder why this woman fucking haunted this shit. And they still say, and like, even today, like, there's still stories about the bridge being haunted and stuff like that. Well, yeah, she was not at peace because she's not all together. She was murdered by the love of her life. And then on top of it, not just murdered, you literally had your body decapitated and almost like the three main ways to identify you. He would have been in his early 30s. Yeah. Okay, so we're going to take a little break for our sponsor. Um, and then we will jump into our little small true crime stories. 
Okay, so our small crime stories. This takes place in California. In 2021, a man was walking to his car to unlock it when two guys with a gun ran up on him. <laughs> I like how you wrote that. Um, they intended, they, the intended victim then body slams one of the attackers. After body slamming the attacker to the road, he began punching the robber. His accomplice runs away but watches from a distance. Wow, what a great fucking friend you are. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck, bro? We're not doing business together no more. You need to have my back. <laughs> the robber loses his gun and the robber on the ground says, okay, okay, all right, let me go. The second robber heard him scream and said, hey, let him go. <laughs> The victim lets the robber go, and he runs to his accomplice, and then the two take off running. The man screams, get the fuck out of here. It all went down a little after 30 seconds. <laughs> it's only like a little over 30 seconds late, because the guy comes running up with him. He turns around, body slam, starts punching him, and he's like, yeah, get out. So then like, when the guy does, he like runs to his friend, and then they like hold him. Okay, so one or two things. This man who is being attacked either lives in a bad part or has grew up in a bad part where he already knows what to do in situations like this. Or two, he had a lot of anger built up in him. <laughs> he was just waiting for the right person to go along. <laughs> but I love how he's like, just let me go. And then his friend who There's fucking left him is just this way says, so hey, let him go. <laughs> There's a video of this. I watched the video and I was like, yeah. Oh my God, if we could figure out how to download that video so we can upload it, that would be awesome. You know, everybody's mad right now because I have not been up to date with the pictures and stuff like that. But you guys really do not understand. Like, our equipment is slow. We're doing the best that we can. We don't have a lot of memory and space and things like that. We're trying. We really are. I know you guys don't think so, but we really are. Um. Okay, so this takes place in Montana. In 2016, an armed robber took place at a bar. Two people didn't seem to notice the bartender raising his arms as he was being robbed. The two people were too busy making out and didn't notice a thing. One robber removed the money from the cash register, and the other masked robber walked around the couple before taking off. Damn, how good are them kisses that they you don't even understand? Like, there's a robbery going on around yeah, they you. They were so into that person. They were just so involved <laughs> with each other that, like, they were oblivious to what was around them. I wish I could be like that. Yeah, they, you know, like, how the robbers didn't even bother them. <laughs> they just, like, damn. They, they don't even know what the fuck's going on right now. I just let them two lovers just be over there and just tongue each other down this often. All right, this one takes place in Texas. In 2016, a 26-year-old employee said a couple went through the drive-thru and became upset when they didn't receive their honey mustard. They exchanged some words with an employee at the drive-thru and then parked outside the restaurant. The couple went inside and the woman yelled at the manager. Some reports say that the man slapped the phone out of the manager's ear when <laughs> others say he say he punched a worker. 
The couple's left before the cops arrived. Well, damn. somebody slap somebody cuss somebody out i mean i've showed my ass to the point where i'm like just give me my fucking pizza with the pineapple on it you know <laughs> but i've never went like pop pop i'm slap you with you my hand <laughs> I, know. I mean sometimes i'll be feeling like i want to beat the ass for not getting my order right but Okay. I'm sorry, you guys. If you hear my phone ringing, I don't know what's going on right now. It's a distraction. Okay, this one takes place in Utah. And in 2013, 18-year-old Kendra Jill... Gil? I thought it was Gil. Okay. And three of her friends, John Patrick Ray, Shanna Marie Smith, and Bryce Christopher Stone, were accused of tossing homemade bombs on two two driveways and then sped off. Really? How old are they? 18? Um, they were all they were also accused of throwing them at some people. The teens claimed that it was a prank. And it was just to scare some friends. Well, why not throw fireworks or something off? Yeah. Why a fucking bomb? Um, What's crazy is the articles in there, they actually tell you what to eat. Yeah, we don't need to put that in there because we are not advertising how to make like, bombs. <laughs> you know, give some other kids some other ideas. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, the media don't care. That's the way we try not to so many details and I don't put so much of my own personal information out there you know how to kill somebody get away with murder just kidding um, <laughs> luckily no one was harmed um, Kendra at the time was Miss Riverton 2013 but she had to give up her crown after she got arrested oh no shit um, they said that they made the devices from items bought at Walmart Wow. All four, all four teens could have faced felony charges, but they took a plea deal and they got them and got them dropped. They had to complete a 200 hours of community service and pay $500 fine. Honestly, if you think about it, 200, 200 hours is really not that much. They should have got like a, that, you threw bombs. What happens if a child or somebody, not just a child, anybody walked out at the same time? That you threw that shit and it blew up. Then what? Two hundred hours. I never had to do community service because I wasn't like that bad. But I grew up with a lot of people ha that had to do community service. Two hundred hours. 
is not enough, let me tell you. And a $500 fine? Yeah, Come I... Come I, I, I couldn't get, I couldn't, no. Me as a parent, I'm like, can we add a couple more hundred hours to those community service? And can we up that fine? Because, see, I'm not the one that's going to be paying it. My children are going to be working their ass off and they're going to be paying it. We don't do that. Bombs. This is one thing doing fucking firecrackers. Or you know the the little bobcats are like bah, 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 bah. okay, like that. Or like um the bottle rockets. You know how you like you hold them and it shoots off in the air, something like that. Okay, I know that's still dangerous, but a bomb. You are crazy. Okay, you guys. This episode went short, um, but it was still kind of long, um. I'm really not even going to get into the details where the ball was or anything else. You guys already know Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, even though I have not got all the pictures up there, I am so sorry. We are really trying. You don't understand though. Our computer is not the best. Um, everything is books and crimes podcast. Our email is books and crimes podcast at gmail.com. If anybody wants to write us, hint, hint. We're just saying. <laughs> Bye.